everybody. Welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. Buck Perez is oh. doing my right. How we doing, Tom? Doing great, Buck. And to my left, once again, John Salwin. Hey, now. You can hear him on Low Budget FM when Low Budget FM comes out. How, how often are they doing Low Budget these days? How, uh, Who knows? Like a couple times a month, basically. Yeah. I think we might be doing it every... We might be taking a week off or we might be trying to like do some shorter shows and just do like, you know, knock out one a week. Essentially, is what yeah. I think we're aiming for. I, I you know, one of the, the coolest things that now that doing podcasting for, I don't know, low budget storm like oh nine or something, and uh, for three years, going four years, whatever, and uh, going on, I start realizing that I don't worry so much about the daily download numbers and stuff like yeah. that because I find that. New people find the show in bulk, like you know, I did the Brian Whitman podcast, got a whole bunch of new listeners. Yeah, and then people leave the show, and people come in and out, and that like right now, there's probably somebody listening to the tenth episode of Far. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and we we do a show that's you know, hopefully it's not that day and date centered, so that people actually get into it and they enjoy the show. And so right now. I, you know, when I was worried about the numbers a year and a half ago, right now somebody's listening to that show the first time today. You yeah. know, it's, well, it's the, a uh, great legacy kind of thing. Here's one thing that I've sort of realized is like, we're just sort of doing this for us because there's not really a payment involved in this. Mm-mm. You know, it, so the payoff has to be, uh, you know, from it, it has to be some sort of reward for yourself. And I do enjoy listening to the shows when they come out. Yeah. And it's mainly my I don't really listen to other people's podcasts. It's only podcasts that I'm on. Right. It's so funny because like, I, like sometimes I'll go out of my way if I, I know it or if it's something that I'm interested in. But, you know, for like like pretty good podcast i don't think i've listened to an episode honestly <laughs> ever um yeah ever uh, well you're offending buck right now uh, oh you're a huge pretty good podcast fan it's pretty good yeah i like it yeah, yeah big, big fan of gina and randy sure <laughs> were, were you sure. Were, you, were you shocked when randy came out of the closet no oh yeah that's great. Uh, like this is you so have an great. opinion on that john i don't buy it Oh, John's, I'm gonna come out and say John's con- gonna, John's conspiracy theory. John is coming what, out about Randy coming out. It, wow. it, here's what I'll say. Now, normally, if someone goes on and says I'm gay, you would say no straight guy would ever make that up. Yes. Who is the one exception <laughs> at the one time that you would think of who would do this? Uh, Ryan Wong. Ryan Wong to get airtime on the Conway Show. That's like, if you had to give one time, like, a straight guy would say he's gay just for that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could buy that, All you right. know? Because, like, if someone gave you, like, a million dollars to go on, like, a show and announce that you're gay, you might do it for that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. I think that's the equivalent of a million dollars. I would say I'm to- very gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am the gayest motherfucker. Stone cold. I Stone say cold gay. that airtime on the Conway show is the equivalent of a million dollars to Ryan Wong. Okay. All or right, Randy right. Wang or whatever. Well, I mean, wow. he worked for the show for a long time. So yeah, he got but a lot so of airtime. But, yeah. you know, it was, it was, but he wasn't working on the show at the time. Now, it, it, maybe he is gay. It, he probably is. because. But it, there is that part of me. I'm like, you know what? If there's one person who would do this simply for the airtime, it's Randy Wang. Yeah, and I, let's and, be honest. And I think that if Randy was in the room right now, he would he would say, "Okay, I'm not offended by that because yeah, that's yeah. that's actually the one thing I, I I would actually go on the pretty good podcast to like discuss this to, or to, whatever to, to but, put a tumescence meter on Ryan Wong's cock and put a picture of Ryan Gosling with his well, shirt off versus that is uh, disturbing, wow. dude. versus uh, you know Claudia <laughs> Schiffer circa 1992 and say uh, what moves? Yeah, yeah, because uh, you know and. It, there, like, there, I, some other people have asked me. It's like, yeah, did you know Randy? I'm like, yeah, I knew him. All. They're like, did you know? I'm like, no clue. I'm like, yeah. it, I'm like, 
I'm like, yeah, I could see, like, certainly I can see him being gay, but I can also see him being straight and just going on and doing that. Well, the thing is, I could see Ryan... Or being bi or whatever. I know? could see Ryan Wong as being gay. That makes yeah. sense to me. But I, I also... I guess it kind of does, yeah. That Ryan, you know, I got to say this, he does a podcast, he does radio and stuff. He he is into the self-promotion business. Yeah. And he wouldn't deny that if he if he heard right. the show. And I, I, know, I know Ryan pretty well, and I, I've always got along with Ryan. I've always loved oh, yeah. Ryan. And, but... But also on the on the same level, it, it makes sense, and I'm sure that he knows that. The problem was that when Ryan came out of the closet, I think Buck texted me that night because you were listening to the Conway Show, right? Yeah, I didn't actually hear it. Yeah, I heard it live. I just actually. saw like you know, I just I, I saw like on my Facebook feed, it's like you know Conway Show announcement, blah, blah, blah. like X Stat member has a big announcement. So I'm like wondering, I'm like wonder what, like is it like is coming on to say he still hates KFI or you know? I'm thinking <laughs> is it like, Jason oh. and Salako. Yeah, I'm like yeah. I'm like I have no idea. I don't know. And then like. And my instant thing when, like, later I saw, like, you know, everything, like, all of a sudden I see on the news feed, it's like, you know, 80 people are talking about Randy Wang. Randy Wang. And I go on his page and everyone's like, oh, congrats, dude. It's like, you know, like, oh, we still love you. And, like, Con- you're out Congrats, of the dude, or congrats, girl. Whatever it is. You know, basically, girl. Girl. after reading about, you know, 10 or 20 comments, it became obvious, like, oh, apparently he went on Conway's show and announced that he's gay tonight. Right. And my first initial thought was, this is the second person I've worked with that has done this on Conway's show. Who, who else who? did that? Bill Mahoney went on. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Or whatever. Board Hop Bill or I don't so, know. Yeah, yeah, Gay Board Hop Bill. Yeah, sure yeah, everybody, Gay Board Hop Bill. Everybody listens to the show. Maybe you want to edit out his last name when I said that. No, I mean, he's... Uh, as long as that's cool. Name. All right, fine. Yeah, I, 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 but yeah, he went on the show and announced it live. Yeah. Well, oh. the funny thing is, Bill, Bill, because everybody listens to the show, listens to Corolla. I'm sure there's right. not a lot of listeners that don't do both. And, and uh, Gay Board Up Bill, who was on the radio show on Corolla, who's a great guy. We worked yeah. with him at Cal6. I really like Bill. And Bill was the kind of guy that I had no idea he was gay. Right. Because Until he, I learned about it on the air. No, no. I which was, was weird. No, I was talking to him. It was before yeah. it was before he worked for uh, Corolla, and he was just working for Stern. Yeah. And uh, I was talking to Bill one day, and uh, we're, we're gabbing, and he said, oh, yeah, yeah, blah, 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 my boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah. Because so, he's a gruff-sounding guy. He's not the kind of guy that if you put him in a room, you go, he's gay. Like, Ryan, if you put Ryan and Bill Mahoney in a room, I'd say Ryan was gay before Bill Mahoney. Yeah. Before yeah, gay that's up, it. But gay if it's one up. of those things, if he was just like my boyfriend, I would have been like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. Yeah. But like, I hear it, like, I hear him announcing this on the radio, which I'm like, whoa, that's weird because I don't think most people, when they come out as gay, they don't announce it on the radio. I'm just, gonna, I'm just guessing. Yeah. It's a different profession. You yeah. know, you can do that. Like, you know, if I were to come out of the closet at the ad agency, right. you know, there isn't a microphone for it, but uh, you, you'd put, okay, so you'd work that into an ad. Yeah, yes. but, by the way, Todd Perry's gay, and uh, Sit and Sleep is having a sale. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but you just saying. learned it in a casual way where he was talking about his boyfriend, his personal life. Yeah, and I felt I felt sense. cool that he was so cool with his sexuality. Yeah. He brought it up around me, and I was like, eh, you know, that's fine. Not you a know. big deal. I don't give a yeah, shit. that's not. A big I think deal, he brought but... it up around you for a reason. As soon because as... he thought you were gay, huh. and he's like, me and my boyfriend, wink, wink. I, you know, you I have we're gotten, going, we're, we're you going, have gotten attention from. Uh, we're going out to this bar. Come I remember uh, there was a story on low budget that you told, where you and Mark were walking in the valley, oh, and yeah. there was a guy that checked you out. Yes, yeah, 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 and I didn't, I didn't even notice it. I think Mark and I were at a, a thrift store, and it was yeah. between. It was a big day because we did pretty good podcasts that morning, Ryan's show, and then we did uh, Corolla. We had Corolla on. Uh, low budget yeah. that day as well and it was the in-between time we were killing time hanging out in the valley and mark was like dude some guy just fucking toed ahead headed you like i raped you there was yeah, a, i got i raped. i didn't even notice there was another guy um that we worked with kind of like in a managerial position okay at you know 
a radio station we both worked at. Uh, Not mm-hmm. actually for that radio station, but somewhere else. But so, okay, yeah, yeah, I know you. You know right. what I'm talking about. He used to hang around you a lot too, <laughs> didn't he? You know, See, he, Todd like, is oblivious. Like, Todd is oblivious no, 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 no. to this. You know about this. Todd is oblivious. You may, maybe you're. Oh, you're thinking. Of All right, I'll else. edit this out. Say his name real quick. Okay, you're gonna edit it out. I will edit it out. Oh, he hung around me a lot. I thought he did. I thought you knew this. Okay, so back to the story. I, I, I mean, I liked him, I, but I we, thought, uh, like, you know, just like how you. Mm-hmm. I, I remember you saying, "It's like, yeah, you know, we always have the hot interns, and guys always come around and hang around the hot interns." You're like, this guy's always coming and hang around my desk. Like, oh, hey, uh, how's Jack Slate today, or something like yeah. that. Like, he always made excuses to come hang around you. Oh yeah, the way other always... guys at the office always went around and made excuses to hang around the young hot interns. There he was go. lingering around my desk, and I think quite a bit. I've always got. A I lot thought. of uh, attention from gay males because yeah. I'm, I'm a thin, blonde-haired, wild, yeah. wildly attractive individual. Right. But no, I've always, throughout my life, there's been gay dudes who have been into me, and it's like yeah. I don't know, Buck, Buck. Do you get that, John? You guys ever get? I don't really get by that. Dudes trying to bugger you. Yeah, sure, I've been irate before. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's it's happened a time or two to me, but it's like I mean, it's never been. Apparently, like you, it's like fairly constant, and maybe yeah, it's just like a few guys, like you know, like. Like so and so, who who you worked with? If he's in your work environment, he's just making excuses to come and just check you out every day or whatever. Yeah, he I, would come by and talk to me quite. I often. just think yeah. Todd is like the hot chick to gay dudes, and he's just so yeah, oblivious it to it because it happens to him every day. Yeah, and but, he's just so used to his attention. But to chicks, I don't, I don't get it like that. It's <laughs> you're not. Yeah, exactly. If this I was, is, but at least at least you know, at least you're putting off that vibe to somebody. <laughs> there's got to be a point. It's like you know, get, there's that weird part because there is that thing. It's like you know, it, like that whole idea. Uh, I, like the idea of like you know, it's like men are going to hit on you. You know, and you think, oh damn it, I don't have to deal with like you know men hitting on me. And then there's that other part of you. It's like. You know, if they don't, you're like, what? I'm not good enough? Right. You know, <laughs> so it's that sort right. of thing. And it's like, it's like you don't want, like, if, if you're straight, you don't want guys hitting on you because you're like, oh, then maybe they'll be aggressive and it's going to be that awkward thing. Yeah. But then if they don't, you're kind of thinking, what the hell's wrong with me? You're not hitting on me? What the right. hell? You know, so is that kind of, you, you know, know. It's weird because when guys. It's got to be nice to have that confirmation even if you don't want that aggressive pickup, you know. Uh, I'm doing something right, but I'm doing something wrong, you know. Yeah. But, you know, the funny thing is when guys hit on you. It's real, it's real aggressive and weird, and like I feel sorry for chicks that get yeah, that kind of attention. I think like anytime, anytime a straight guy gets hit on by a gay guy, you're like, fuck, this is what this is what girls feel like. This episode of the Far Out Podcast is brought to you by Hippie Sexual, your one-stop shop for 100% vegan lube, as well as free-range lambskin condoms. Any order over $30 includes our wheatgrass edible undies free. I was on a uh, Native American name generator the other day, where they tell you what your Native American name is, and as I have talked about many times on the show, I am 132nd Cherokee. Bullshit. Mm -hmm. Really? No, really. Yeah, this pinky 132nd. is one thirty second. No, this is not bullshit. My father's from West Virginia, Kentucky area. Okay, like he grew up in an area where there were Hatfields and McCoys, and there were a lot of Native Americans there, and he could have gotten money for being on the Native American rolls. And I'm one generation out of the mm-hmm. getting paid Native American, and um, my dad looks like sitting bull now. As he gets older, he gets more and more uh, Native so, American. Wait, looking. Indian. So uh, I figured that maybe for the rest of the show, we referred to each other. I went to an, uh, an online site where they give you your Native American name generator. Oh, wow. If we could uh, 
talk to each other by our Native American names. Because I think that I should give at least a certain amount of lip service or time to my culture. Well, we can try. Yeah, and I am. The, this is not just made up for the show. I've said many times I'm one thirty second Cherokee. No, that uh-huh. that part you have said. For thirty seconds, you were Cherokee. You may not have made it up for the show. You made it up long ago. For Buck. Oh yes. And I, I put in your name in the Native American generator, and you came up as this great name. It's Hiamovi. Hiamovi, which means high chief. Mm. Oh, nice. And when it comes to people I know who are high... There you go. And it, it's, it's Buck. It's actually yeah. H-I-G-H. Yeah. No, it's yeah. H-I-A-M-O-V-I. So you are... you For the rest of the oh. show, you'll be known as Hiamovi. Hiamovi. Right. Hiamovi. The high chief. Yes? yes. Feeling no, good? Are see, you feeling good about that? It's I like, like you this. got screwed. It's not like... No, it, no. Because nobody... This is this is pretty dope. I'm I'm the uh, El Presidente of this. Yeah, because nobody, when they do the Native American name generator, no one, it's like, means janitor. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, yeah. It's like no one, no one looks upon their past life. It's always like you're a Cleopatra or you're a Napoleon Bonaparte. They never go, oh, he was, he was, he was a peasant who was uh, claimed by, um, you know, uh, some kind of intestinal disease in, uh, you know, 1420. Yeah. No, and so, so John, I looked up here, John Sowen, and you are Sakima. Okay. Meaning king. Mm, all right. So John is a high chief. I am Ovi. John is Sakima. Right. Which sounds like a killer whale at SeaWorld. That means king. <laughs> That's why you did this. Damn. New killer whale names. <laughs> yeah, it, seriously, if I, when, when I finally buy a killer whale, it's going to be named after a Native American name. So next week. And I looked at mine, and it was Abomazine, which means <laughs> keeper of the flame. All right. Kind of gay. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> a Bomazine. Like that's why guys are always after you. I'm a Bomazine. Sorry, your name? sorry, Bomazine, but uh, it sounds like Pepto-Bismol. What is that? A Bomazine? Yeah. It sounds like something that would make it much easier for me to take a shit. Kaopectate. Oh, God. Kaopectate. <laughs> oh, my name. Kaopectate. Kaopectate. In the year of the buffalo, many have tried, many have failed, but I make good BM with the Abomazine. Mm. Well, that's disgusting. So we have our our, our, na- our names. I here. will shit no more forever. Yeah. We'll shit. Um, I'm Hayamobi. So I was at the uh, Hiawatha. No. Abomazine went to the Dodger game the other day, right? Yeah. There it is. And, Got a uh, height. Yeah. Oh no, they have height at uh, Dodger Stadium. I know. Wow, really? Yeah. Big deal. Wow. They're official sponsor of the Dodgers. It's crazy. Really? And they have height. Yeah. They wow. have height since, beer at Dodger Stadium. Since they're an official sponsor, they have it at the stadium. You can see like pictures of the screen of like Matt Kemp holding a height or whatever, or a sign that says height. I Kershaw with a height. You know. Yeah, I haven't seen Kershaw with a height, but yeah, it was. I, I've been to Dodger Stadium once this year, and I saw the height. It's amazing. It's cool. And so I was having a height at Dodger Stadium, and I, I got tickets with like a bunch of friends. It was like twelve people, mm-hmm. and we had we had pretty decent seats. We were down on the, the field level. Yeah, and but between uh, first base and uh, the foul pole. And it was it was a beautiful like hot summer day, and uh, we we showed up at um, kind of in the second inning, so we showed up a little bit later. Yeah, because we were at a bar called the Shortstop with this this, this oh, yes. two dollar Pabst, and you can yes. walk to the stadium from there, which yep. is I didn't know you could do that at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, yeah, you can. It's just a hike uphill. That's why no one does it. It's a height hike. It's not a, a height uphill. A height. You have a height when you get to the stadium. Okay, hike and then a height. Yeah, so, uh, hike then a height. Yeah, there you go. So there was... Tw- hike and a height. Dang. I was one of the, the first people to get to our seats because there were 12 people because everybody got in the stadium. They're buying beers. They're right. buying their Camachos, nachos. They're, yeah. you know. And so then I sit down and there's 12 seats open and there's all these old ladies, right. like elderly women, like 70-year-olds who be- 
and and they they were all sitting there, and I was like, oh shit, I got it. They're in your spot. They were in our spot, so I had to tell them to, you know. I, I love these opportunities in life. Yeah, this <laughs> is when you become the man. This this shows your medal, and you kick those bitches out. But, I don't care if they're age, sex, whatever. I kick them out. But yeah. you feel horrible about it because no, no, no. They told me they moved there because the view was better because they were old and couldn't fucking see, and, so and, and they could watch the baseball. That's game. why I paid for these tickets. Right. Thank you. Yeah, old person. So I was in charge of evicting the old bitches. Yep. Good. Yes. And so I, I turned to them. I was like, I'm so sorry. But um, we have 12 people showing up soon. And so you guys are going to have to vacate. I'm, yeah. s- I'm so sorry. You know, our tickets are here. And they kind of yawned. And they, they were all, you know, kind of gray-haired. But very athletic. They look like female golfers, you know, possibly yeah. lesbian or lesbian. widowed. Yep. And so they, uh, they were like, okay, well... You know, we'll move. And so they got up and they left. And then, so then once all my friends came down, I wanted to take pride in the fact that I had, uh, you know, vacated the old bitches. So I, I, I turned to them and jokingly, I said this jokingly, I turned to my friends and I said, we kicked them old broads out and, because there's old women sitting in the seats. But I said it like jokingly, like in a way that you would understand if you knew me that I felt bad about it, whatever. We kicked them old broads <laughs> out. Yeah. Like, because yeah. I felt like an asshole. Okay. Yeah. Some guy sitting in the row in front of us turns to me and goes, they're sitting behind you. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so I looked behind me and all the old women were sitting right there. That always happens. They're right behind you. Though. And I turned around and I looked and the old women looked at me like, just sad. Yeah. Just well, because sad. everything was great until you did it. They probably just had the wrong number on their ticket. See, like, oh, we're in the seat back. 90 degree day at Dodger Stadium. Everybody was loving the world. The right. Dodgers won. It was a beautiful yeah. game. They're playing right. the Rockies. Every time I buy a fucking ticket, they're playing the Rockies. But And I looked and I disappointed. Yeah. They could have all been my grandmother. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a very low move. Now, yeah. the move that I was saying to do, no guilt whatsoever. That's right. my ticket. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Ah, oh, but that's the move up, you bro. did after. That's the fucked up part, right? Yeah, the, you just fact. be like, "Oh, I'm sorry." Like, I'm yeah. in these seats. They might have been like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Announcing well, you- that you kicked out the old bitches. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> not a cool move. Yeah, no. that's the thing that that was a really dicky move yes. right there. They could yes. have been nuns. You know? Maybe they were. No, they were just lesbian golfers. And now it's time for the far out news. Bringing you all the in-depth research of a Google search. John Sowen has some news. Uh, I, I would say let's call this the uh, far-out news creature because news monsters already taken. Yeah. Nice. All right. So the first story: Anthony Wayne Smith, former Raider serial killer. You picked this. Oh, what? What? No, I, I just saw the headline. At, uh, former Raider. It's like, of course you're gonna like pull the story. Former Oakland Raiders defensive lineman Anthony Wayne Smith has been charged with three unsolved murders. Yeah, that's. <laughs> now you're like <laughs> sorry. I had to close the garage door. Open. All right, definitely. okay. Charged with three uh, three unsolved murders. The LAPD announced today that makes the number of killings he's accused of committing four. He's currently being he's currently being retired in the two. Th- a retried, sorry, <laughs> retried in the 2008 homicide of Lancaster mechanic Mario Pont. Mar- Marili- uh, Mario Pont. Screw it. Does this make Smith an alleged serial killer? Yes. So Anthony Smith, who was the Raiders, I think he was a first-round draft pick in like 1993 or two, and uh, he played during like the Todd Marinovich days for the Raiders. Yeah, and he's guilty of being a fucking serial killer. Now, now the Raiders, Apparently. the Raiders have an image of like getting the, the most brutal like criminal element, but 
literally, I don't know yeah. if there's any other NFL player that's been accused of being a serial killer. And he played for the Raiders. Serial killer, like, no. Like, but like Ray Lewis was accused of stabbing some dude to death. No. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You don't remember that? Look up I've the ne- Ray Lewis stabbing or whatever. You'll no. definitely find it. I think he Ray was Lewis acquitted. is a badass motherfucker. Yeah. He was acquitted, I think, and so I don't know, but you can definitely look at it. It's like you know, he was definitely accused. He was definitely on trial, and I'm trying to think of who else was possibly a murderer in the NFL. I think Michael was, Vick. No, not Michael. He just murdered dogs. He killed some dogs. Yeah, and, and uh, which and I don't even think he killed them directly. So, it, but like that's not the same as like actually killing a dude. Like literally, serial killer. Playing yeah. for the Raiders. And I was like, and the thing was, Anthony Smith wasn't just like, you know, some guy that was on the practice squad. Like, he played for the team for like seven yeah. years, and I think he might have almost been an all pro. Like, he was really good. Yeah. And so to have like a, a player of note that has resulted to serial killing, he yeah. either says something bad about concussions or it says something great about Al Davis for drafting him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it has much to do with concussions necessarily. I think Al Davis just drafted the killers. And I think that if Al Davis was still alive, he would have made this go away. Like the police were investigating or whatever, and Al Davis, the Raiders, Al Davis would have put a phone call in and made it all go away. But now that Al Davis is dead, not now he's a former Raider, so I don't think Al Davis would have cared. If he's a current Raider, he would have made it go away. Once Al Davis labeled somebody a Raider, they're a Raider for life. If he thought they were Raiders, now there's Raiders that he didn't think were Raiders, like Warren Sapp or Randy Moss that uh, he he would have had killed. You know, yeah. But uh, it does say something about the team. It's like right now the Raiders have a guy who's on trial for brandishing a weapon on somebody and shooting it right past his head. They're starting middle linebacker, Rolando McClain. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just say this goes to further the Raiders' legacy as a great football team full of winners. Yeah. I say let's give this guy the benefit of the doubt because he could be, you know, a good serial killer like Dexter. So That's let, true. He let, could have been eliminating people for the right reasons. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. I like this book. Yeah, I like but this he, angle. Thank you. He's definitely killing people. I don't yeah. think there's any doubt about that. Yeah. I don't know what his motivation is. I wonder if he did it in, in his jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Some big motherfucker showed up, and he was yeah. a big dude. He was a, like a defensive, you know, he was like yeah. Richard Seymour looking motherfucker. And he came right. in and he uh, killed four people. So we'll, we'll be watching the Anthony Smith truck closely on this show. Yeah. Far Out News. Why can't you share your bitch? Perv arrested for public sex with Teddy Bear for the fourth time. Whoa. And fourth time is in all caps. Like they wanted to shout it. It must be a reputable news source. Yeah. This is by Meg Han Neal. She's, she's Megan Maybe with Megan. that extra H. She know. texted her So choice. Meg Han. Basically. For the fourth she time in, in her news for the, No, that really is a spelling. Megan with an extra H. But anyway, the, for the fourth time in two years, a Cincinnati man was arrested for masturbating in public with a teddy bear. Gayo. Chris Marshall, who is not Elvis Crespo, was cited <laughs> Wednesday for disorderly conduct after he was caught having sex with a stuffed animal in a public alley. How is that masturbation if you're having sex with a stuffed animal? Well, I think he was, he was auto-stimulating himself. Whenever it's like, it's, whether it's with your hand or whether it's with a... Uh, one of those fake vaginas you can get at your local Seven Eleven. Um, you are that—that that is masturbation. If you are, you know, if no one else is involved, and no, it doesn't matter what you do. You could have a carrot up your butthole. You could have it. It's, well, it's always masturbation. Okay. This guy uh, for Ted. What if you're like this movie? Ted is like this guy's like deep yeah. throat, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking porno for him. Yeah, well, because if it's an animal, it's bestiality. But what if you're like, like I think in previous shows you mentioned, like you know theorized about you know banging a dishwasher or a car or something like that did i say that 
I don't know. I, it, there was something yeah, like a vacuum. Actually, there was a was long a, time a ago vacuum. a show. Yeah. Well, where where you mentioned like throwing your junk in a dishwasher or something like that, <laughs> and then you were talking about did you see the lines on the Kenmore dishwasher that came out? Oh yeah, night? yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So like, if you're having sex with like a car, does that still count as masturbation? Yeah, in, unless the the car you've named it. If you've named it, because like some people, yeah, we, they, they call their, their cars names. Like everybody names their car. I've had Hirohito, the Blue Dolphin, which was one of my Hondas. I've had uh, the White Bandit, which was my um, old Tercel. So it could be mastur- masturbation, but it's definitely creepy. So it's, it's, it's stuffed bestiality, I think we could call it. Okay. But he's doing it in public is the thing. Yeah, it's definitely that's, it's that's definitely a sex thing. offense. Yeah. Well, he's 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 proclaiming his love for his teddy yeah. bear in public, which is a uh, Employees of the Elm Street Health Clinic spotted him and called police. WKRC Cincinnati reported. The 28-year-old has three prior convictions for public indecency and disorderly conduct involving a teddy bear court record show. Poor teddy bear. It's unknown whether the same bear was used each time. I wonder if he's one of these guys cuz I always thought as a child and I still think these days cuz I've said many times that I do still Sleep Still. with my teddy bear, who I've had since I was four, named Teddy. Yeah. I would never violate my teddy bear. Yeah, it seems disturbing. Nor would I violate Pig and Bear, who are my wife's right uh, stuffed animals. I would never violate them but what sexually. About, what about what about some teddy bear you just bought from the store, like yesterday? Well, you know... It, See, like a childhood memory, yeah, that's creepy and disturbing. If I was attracted to it. <laughs> but I would have I kept it in the privacy of my own home. Right. You know? Good for you. It's like many people say, I have a whale attraction. Maybe if I had a little stuffed Shamu. Yeah. I'm not saying it's still creepy, but if you're doing it in your own home, no one really knows about it. Yeah, enjoy yourself. Yeah, it's the fact that you're broadcasting it that's really, like, sort of disturbing. So, anyway. Yeah, and you did that because of Ted, the hit Ted that's out? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, for you, you've lived that, right? You still have the teddy bear. Right. I still have the same teddy bear that I got. But he would not violate it. Are you interested in seeing this movie? Yeah, yeah, no, I would because I have the same kind of relationship. That's what I'm saying. Although my yeah. um, my my teddy bear doesn't drink because he's in AA currently. Oh boy. Well, he's seen the dangers that alcoholism has presented to me. Oh, all right. Yeah, and uh, you know, so he's 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 wary of it. But uh, man, my if my teddy bear could talk because he's 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 laid in my bed with me for years, like he'd have, oh. the, he'd probably be the best of the rotating gang of cigar store Indians if we had Teddy on the show because Teddy would. Definitely. Maybe we should do a show like that. We actually no put holds, Teddy on air. No holds yeah. barred. Like, even more so than my wife. Like my wife mm-hmm. has horrible stories about me, but uh, yeah. she was telling one the other day, and we've done um, intimate moments on the show where we have Sarah tell stories about me, and she was telling one the other day to my mother of all people. We were having some uh, dinner, and I was like, Sarah, you got to tell the story on the show, but Sarah doesn't like being on the show. But Sarah was telling my mother that one time we got back, like, she had a rough day at work. She's a school teacher, so. Yeah. She had a rough day at work, and so she came home, and her, we, we had our old uh, apartment in Redondo Beach, and my, my wife came home to take a, a nice little bath and just unwind, and she just drew the bath. She was sitting down, you know, she was having one of these Calgon take-me-away moments, and immediately I, I bust, I run into the, the bathroom, and I sit down on the toilet, and I had, like, horrible mud butt, and she was just like, "That's disgusting." She should have broke up with me at that point. Because, Absolutely, because when when you do that and you have all the air and the hot air, you make a shit ghost, which is kind of like the, uh, you know, the apparitions in young Sherlock Holmes. And you know, you could leave a shit ghost, and it, it'll be there for days. You know, and so my my poor wife had to swim in my froth. Ugh. Good and lord! I, I told her you should tell that story on the show. This is the joys of being married to me. I have no yeah. idea 
why my wife that's stays definitely, with me. You know, mm. I mean, that sounds like some advice from my radio call-in show. Kill yourself? Yeah, I think. <laughs> For Sarah, she should kill herself? Both of you. Just <laughs> like, you know, ritual suicide or something like that. I don't know. We, with those, one of those good ones where we both drink the Kool-Aid together. We go. Yeah, that might be the way to go. Can't live with you. Can't live without you. Yeah, time think, to drink the Kool-Aid. Time to go. It's horrible. <laughs> God damn. But, you know, she's stuck with it. She's a woman of strong Irish stock. And the thing is with the Irish women they have in them, you know, you have a man who drinks his wages and is, and, and is abusive. You stay with that man and defend him. Well, yeah, but I would think you'd want to forget about that incident. Yeah. Strong Irish stock, not a strong sense of smell. Yeah. That's <laughs> what it is. That's what's kept you together. We That's got any more news? Utterly there, disgusting. News. I like turtles. Man chased by person in gorilla costume hit by car. Wow. Police say a man who fled a tropical-themed San Antonio nightclub <laughs> was hit by a car as a person in a gorilla costume who'd heard him threaten suicide chased after him. <laughs> Maybe he was a caller to my show. <laughs> the incident happened in the pre-dawn hours Friday outside Coco Bongo, a bar near San Antonio International Airport. What a great bar. Coco Bongo. Gay, that sounds gay bar. great. It sounds like a, a tropically... Yeah, theme. but that's a gay bar that you'd go to because, you know, if you just like, <laughs> you know, people in gorilla costumes there, you know, even if you're not gay, you could go to that bar and have a good time. Well, you know that they have bears... What if there's like a subset of the gorilla with gorillas and the yeah. dude was literally in a gorilla suit? Like, wow. you know, I mean, yeah. it, it's kind of like it, it blends gay, furry, and then, then wild card because the guys yeah, in the gorilla true. suits are always wild. Maybe it was the guy, the Phoenix Suns mascot. <laughs> wow. yeah. They're playing the Spurs, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, he just happened to be in there. He decided to serve some drinks. <laughs> According to a police report, a person dressed in the costume told investigators the man said he wanted to kill himself before running out of the bar mm-hmm. to nearby US 281. So he, that's well, it. Well, why? Okay, if you're going to kill yourself, I'm not telling the gorilla, right? Like, if I'm just hanging out in a bar casually, like I'm at the Snug Harbor up the corner, and I see a guy in a gorilla suit, if I'm going to make a suicide attempt that night, it's the last guy I'm going to tell, because that guy, he's rangy. You never know which way that guy's going to go on it. Well, that's the thing. It's uh, it's uh, it's one of those things. It's just, uh, when you're drinking, you know, you get the idea to kill yourself. A lot of times, it's not very planned out, and you're depressed, and you're like, ah, time to end it. And, you know, it's like, you don't care who's around. It's like you and the Dodger Stadium old ladies. You don't right. check to see who's around. You just sort of make that pr- pronouncement. Right. It's kind of scattershot. Now, yeah. I I wonder, okay, let's say that you're the, the, the doorman at, what was the bar called? Coco? Uh, oh. Coco Bongo? Yeah, Coco Bongo. All right, if you're the, if you're the doorman at the Coco Bongo and you see a guy in a full-on gorilla suit and you check for his ID, <clears throat> either you take the, the hat off, the, the gorilla head, because I'm sure it's not a one-piece. Yeah. And you, you take it off. Because you got to make sure that's the guy in the ID. It's like, oh, this is Mel Harris. And what if the, you had your ID taken in the gorilla costume? Yeah, that's... I think, like, oh, that's him. I think there's some DMVs in California where it's completely fine. Yeah. If, if not, we need to petition Jerry Brown to say that we should be able to do that at the local DMV. That's your religion, man. Gorillaism. Yes. It was my, uh, my uncle, it's a very wise man, uh, once told me. He, he had a, a great way of explaining things. He was like, you know... Every once in a while, you know, your wife is going to be cool to you, Todd, but every once in a while they throw on that gorilla suit. <laughs> and which right. is kind of a- any moment when you get real drunk or you become real belligerent or shit just tees you off, it's like you put on your proverbial gorilla suit and just go wacky, you know? Yeah. You ain't come one, but many time taint is. 
Any more news there, John? No, nah, the only thing left is a list, but I think if we do it, I think you need to read it now that I'm all looking right. at it. If you want to do it, this is this is all you Buck, you want to do the list? I'll, I'll do or the list. Or you can do the list. Read it. But right. I was just, I saw this, I'm like, I can't read this list. We're going to end well, this I show. can react to this, this list, is, though. This no, is why, no, why, no, before I read the list, why why is this beyond Earth your shattering. journalistic I, integrity? Because <laughs> it's not a new story. If it's John refuses list. to read it, I will not read that. Yeah. No, I, I just think, I just think, <laughs> I think it would sound better having you read I'm the sorry. list, Todd. It's, this more seems like in your reading wheelhouse. All right. Well, okay. If, 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 if Sakima, the High King, says no. <laughs> That's What's right. my name? Ab- Ab- Abornazine? Ab- Ab- right, right, right. Abomazine. Yeah. And I'm Hayamovi. Yeah. And my name sounds like a birth control The High pill. King says no. Yeah. The chief must abide. Anyway, Todd, what's <laughs> what's the title of this list? All right. This is from Yahoo Shine. Oh, see? You're all, you always did best with the shine stuff. It's shine time. It's shine time. I wish you had told me I would have brought the intro. Steal that intro. Oh, I guess I could send it to you and you can, can you just hit drop up Mark? It in. I'll hit up Mark. I have the <laughs> I have the intro. I can send it to you. Mark and I exchanged some great texts the other day once Ryan Wong came out of the closet. Oh really? And uh, we were talking about this. And once again, Ryan, love you to death if he happens to listen to the show. Um He's not, but he might if you put him in like he doesn't listen to the show, I'm sure. But no. if you put like, you know, Big Ryan Wong or Randy Wang conversation that's probably in his news feed, so it'll go right to him, and then he'll have reaction. Yeah. It's like, so I was listening to that Far Out podcast, man, with that John and Todd, man. man. Man, those guys, man. Awesome dudes, man. They're talking about when I was on Conway's show and said I was gay, man. It's like when and, we- and then, you know, he'll talk for an hour about the show. It's like when we tag... So you. put it in the title, and we'll see. I'll put, I'll, I'll put it on the, on the tags. It's like when we put uh, Allison Rosen in one of the tags on the show, because I talked about my... Yeah. My horrible crush on Allison. Right. Um, Allison, about uh, two weeks later, li- listened to the show. Right. And I got a, I got, she, she left a comment, which was very sweet of her. And, but I was, I was at a party with my wife, and I was talking on the show. I'm talking about how I have a fucking horrible crush on Allison Rosen. I love her yeah. to death. And then I, I look, and, I, and it, whenever there's a comment on the show, I get it on my iPhone because it goes yeah. to your email. It shows a comment, and it's like Allison Rosen commented. And I'm sitting at the party, and I was like, it's that weird thing when you're married where when cool shit happens to you, you obviously you want to let your wife know. But when it's a weird shit, we're talking about your crush on another woman. Yeah. So I walked over to my wife and I was like, I have a crush on Allison Rosen. She just commented on my show. You know, yes. it was. Uh, <laughs> what did Allison Rosen say? Uh, thank you. I oh, Because nice. I was saying nice things about him. Nice. So what's, uh, I don't know what Randy's going to say about Buck. Buck Perez, man. I don't know that guy, man. I don't, but... yeah, I don't think Buck and Randy have ever met. Yeah. No. They'll, he'll have you on the pretty good podcast next week. Two ships great. passing the night. That'd be awesome. All him. of a sudden, Buck's like third chair on pretty good podcast. <laughs> we got actually. We... I uh, saw him at the uh, the gay bar last week. Oh yeah, shaft. Yeah. Did you grab his abs? Yes, I did. Actually, I, last last time I was supposed to be on the. <laughs> yes, I did. And see, John's picturing this so. right now. Yeah, yeah. he's seeing the visual of yeah. uh, me grabbing Wendy Wang's abs. Last... I don't think you're grabbing his abs, but maybe you are. I don't know. Went straight for it. Bam, bam. Game move. Last time I was on, uh, I was supposed to be on pretty good podcast a while back, and I got bumped for Frank Kramer. Yeah, like I was supposed to come on the show. Who the hell's uh-huh. Frank Kramer? Yeah, Frank from Frosty Heidi and Frank was on, or Heidi yeah. and Frank, and uh, and R- Ryan emailed me. Oh, sorry, man. Uh, sorry, Frank Kramer's man. coming Frank on, Kramer's man. Kramer's coming on. I got man. bumped, so I haven't yeah. I haven't emailed Ryan since. But I was, he he told me to come by for the Conway Conway show on Fridays when Steckler's there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I was supposed to stop back by, and then there. yeah, and then he, then he quit the show, and I was like, oh come on, Ryan. You know, I, I, sh- I should have made good on that because I wanted. You did to- have like a. Y- in fairness, you had at least a year to capitalize on that. Yeah, I did. Yep, I did. But I wanted to hang out with Ryan and yeah, Steckler cool. and Conway. Yeah, and hell I, yeah! 
I last time I uh, saw Steckler, I just loaded on him. That I was like, dude, Steckler, you're one of the biggest fucking geniuses in the world. He's like, all right, all right, thanks, Todd. Thanks, Todd. Thanks, Todd. Could, you get, could you give me a water? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I love Doug. But uh, anyway, I kind of like to go by Conway show, but you know, at the same time, it's like the idea of just going to another radio station when I'm off work. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, not that it wouldn't be cool, because yeah. I'd still be into it, but I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, it's just like work. It was funny. Yeah. The, one of the funniest parts, I, I forget who's, uh, who said it, and Mark and I were texting. I was like, hey, you know, Ryan's gay, you know, try, trying to get uh, Mark's opinion. Yeah. And we, we went back and forth, and we were texting, and I said, the biggest disappointment in the Ryan being gay thing is that um, he's he's been working with Gina Grad, who is a yeah. wildly attractive, you know, large-chested, very smart woman. Right. And I was like, he's been sitting next to Gina Grad the whole time and not being able to enjoy her large, heaving breasts. Yeah. Because as a gay man, you're not like, eh. But if I'm sitting next to Gina... But doesn't Gina have a lot of gay friends? Yes. Well, because everybody else is probably hitting on her and getting fucking weird. She's got to populate herself. There you with go. The, uh, you know. Yeah. But, you know, and, and, and I, I thought of the, the reference. Yeah, was you like, and Mark are like like lusting after the image on that Tostitos bag. That Santita's look, chip bag. Yeah, yeah. You're like, Gina oh, Grad. it's Mexican Gina Grad. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Gina always enjoyed that, too. I used to text her. One time I was in You're the Ralph. lusting after an image on the San... San what was it? The Santita's the chip bag. Santita's chip bag. Oh, she's hot. Looks no, like I know Gina what you're Grad. talking about. Yeah. Yeah. She kind of looks like a Mexican Gina Grad. There you go. Yeah, I was drunk one time. But I was getting some chips to watch the Raiders at the house. <laughs> yeah, and I walked over to the local Ralphs and I bought some Santitas and I texted the picture to Gina. She was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" <laughs> but uh, love, love you're Gina. hitting on me from the grocery store. Love. This is amazing. But uh, oh, I, I amazing. I saw the the whole the whole bit of uh, Ryan not being able to enjoy Gina's breasts. Like there's a line in the color purple. <laughs> <laughs> that Prince movie? No, no, that's Purple Rain. Oh, okay. Like, right. There's a line in the color purple. Where the whole book is based on the the line that um, whenever you walk by the color purple and don't notice, mm-hmm. God gets upset. Wow! Because God made the color purple for you to stand up and notice. Really? And God probably made Gina Grad's rack for you to to enjoy yourself, and for poor Ryan not to notice, it's got to upset God. He's on pissed. Some level, man. Yeah. Prince is deep. <laughs> it was Alice Walker who wrote the book, but I'm pretty sure it was Prince. So we have this anyway. We have this list here. Yeah. Anyway, enough of that crap. And uh, from Yahoo Shine, yeah. to finish up the show, the 10 things Star Wars taught us about dating. See, this is why I couldn't read this. We're going <laughs> to run through this real quick. <laughs> so good. Number one, which is very important. Yeah. Here. Check your lineage. Make sure you're not siblings. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that goes up with me. Like, that's very So important. log on to Ancestry.com. You know, just be like, oh, good. We're not related. We yeah. can do it. You have to check. It's much like the Adam's apple. Yes. Exactly. It's very important. As, as David DeMarco once said, you know, you got to check for the Adam's apple. Right. I think just as long no, as... No, you're not going to go into a little, little David for everybody? He's not here right now. What I mean, David, what, what, what are you talking about? But you do a good David DeMarco impersonation. Oh, I, I've heard. As yeah. long as you're not in the same gene pool, like, you know, I, I tend to date out of my gene pool, out of my race, stuff tend. like that. You tend. Yeah. yeah. Well, most, I, most of the time you date outside right. of the gene pool. Most of the chicks I'm with, yeah, are, are not of... Well, besides Mexican, are not of the white or Irish descent that I'm with. You so love the long-haired Latinas. I don't right. check the uh, gene pool on them. All right. Should I? Well, maybe you should. You should get that wow. Ancestry.com membership. Thanks for locking that bee in here with us, Todd. Oh, yeah. So there's been a bee hanging around the uh, garage the whole day. It is yeah. hot out. It's like 95 degrees. And out it got a lot hotter as soon as you close that garage door. But anyway. Number also, two. Yeah. 
Oh, Buck, do you have something? No, also. Number two. When it comes to going in for the kiss, do or do not. There is no try. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> this is Dating it. tips from Yoda are not good. This, no. is, this is it. Go. Number three. This is it. Number three. If your girlfriend says, I love you, and you simply respond with a smug, I know, much like Hanzo, I know. That's a pit move. Yeah. Then you honestly deserve to be frozen in carbonite. Now, how oh. often does this happen in the real world that you get frozen in carbonite? Oh, no. I do do the I know from time to time with my wife. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't exactly. catch the reference. Yeah, exactly. I always thought that when, when, like, when I was five and watching Empire Strikes Back, I thought, that I'm going to lay that on chicks pretty much every day. That's, yeah, it was a badass move. I think the thing was that originally George Lucas wrote or you know, Lee Brackett or whatever. Yeah. It was a whole thing, and then they're doing a bunch of takes. And yeah, I heard the, that they did like 100 takes, and on the 100th take, he was, it was just Harrison Ford. Just, yeah, I know, and that was the one that made it into the movie. Perfect. Yeah. It was like you know Humphrey Bogart would have said that you know yeah I was it's kind of like the the great story from Raiders of the Lost Ark when they're doing there, there was a Harrison Ford was sick one day and they're doing the whole scene where the swordsman comes up to him sword yeah I said the W <laughs> liquid swords and the swordsman does all the crazy yeah, shit crazy stuff and then there was a a huge articulated battle scene that was supposed to happen where they're going to fight each other and then Harrison Ford was too sick that day he had like a horrible fever and then you know Tunisia or some shit and then Harrison Ford goes why don't I just shoot him yeah <laughs> and so they go so much better they go totally fine and so they did that shot and then he walks away and he, he got to go home for the day it's so nice. that's so it's such an iconic movie scene too oh yeah, yeah. It, that is one of the greatest because the, yeah. the, the, this is a send-up all right uh number four annoying nicknames like princess and little champy are completely viable and an effective way to flirt i don't know if anybody called me a little champion star wars you, yeah. yeah i don't know about what that. are we Maybe a Jawa said that. Yeah. Jawa ease. Yahoo Shine's quality has gone way down. It really has. Yes, it yeah. has, Sakima. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, number five, have a bad feeling about this date, relationship, or drunken hookup? <laughs> then it's probably not a good idea. Uh, I disagree. Number six, be like Han Solo. Yeah. Promise her you won't shoot first. Get it? Oh, God. These are deep. John's just staring off into this. It's so good. Damn. I like the fact that if you ever watch the movie The People versus George Lucas, yeah. they're like, it's so wrong that they that now Greedo shot first. And then George Lucas goes, No, he didn't. Like, no, no, you re edited the whole scene. They have interviews with George Lucas denying bareface the fact that Greedo shot first in the special editions. But, I like it. Yeah. Number seven. No. How can you tell a first date is going well? Wonderful girl. Either I'm going to have to kill you, or I'll be getting to like you. <laughs> it's uh, from Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> a lot of good lines on this one. Number eight. Let's do if it. you're an annoying Jar Jar Binks creature, you... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just grab her tits. <laughs> Go for the abs. Always choose a good wingman to help you steer clear of danger. Oh. Avoid getting shot down, and generally make sure you're striking back, not out. Stay on target. Stay on target. This sounds right. like it's having less and less to do with dating and more and more just to be like, we're just watching Star Wars and just putting stuff down. I think this article is written for SEO purposes. <laughs> but and, and you printed it off to bring it. Okay, anyway. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't read the whole thing. But um, yeah. the, the, the interesting thing about this is like the wingman would definitely be like Chewbacca. Yeah. John is getting pestered by the bee in the studio. Yeah, yeah. we, we had spiders in the old... Low budget barn, but they didn't they fuck were with mythical. anybody. Yeah, we have like a straight up bee fucking yeah, with this, your head. This one actually. We have is crickets a bee. and bees in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah crickets much more genteel than. Uh, 
Let's wrap up this list so we can open the garage and get the bee out. We're done. Okay, so, uh, but, but basically, um, the wingman is, they say choose a wingman, but Han Solo's wingman was Chewbacca. Right. Now, it was a creature. Much like the guy in the gorilla suit at the bar. <laughs> like, if you're trying to hit on a chick and then you've got, like, a large Wookiee next to you. That's and, badass. It, it is badass. It's kind of like having a puppy. No, but it's a very large, hairy, yeah, pulling arms out of sockets when they lose, motherfucker. Right, but he's not pulling arms out of the chicks or whatever. And if you say in L.A., this is my buddy Chewy, they'll think he's Mexican. Because mm. Chewy is a C-H-U-Y. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Number nine. Nine. No one, not even a princess, is out of your league if you're cocky enough. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah, it could be true. Okay. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. That All right, was num- a legit one. Number ten. The final one before we end today's show. Drum yeah. roll, please. You can tell whether a person is within your dating age range based on whether or not they like Ewoks. I think that's true because the older Star Wars fans, once the Ewoks came out, they're like, I'm out, shark jump. But younger people <laughs> are <laughs> in the... That was 82. When Jedi came out. All right, fine. 83, John. I accepted the Ewoks. I was eight. Yeah, I was fine with the Ewoks when yeah. that happened, but older Star Wars fans—that's the moment where they where they they chose to tap, oh, out. tap out. Yeah, but it's the it's fifty much... year olds. Now, if you like a girl that's into Phantom Menace, she's probably too young. That's hot. Yeah, but but she's yeah. probably fifteen, fourteen. Nah, maybe. by this point, came out in ninety nine, so she was probably born in ninety two. All right, well, she's twenty. It's fine, but yeah, that yeah. that is true. If if the woman's like you know the best shit is Phantom Menace, and you have to. Then maybe it's good. Yeah. Maybe she has a little acne on her. Like you have to question her morals. I don't know. I think I'm almost out on the entire Star Wars thing now. It's like it's been ruined so many times. It's like you know what? Maybe it was always shit, and we just didn't know it. No, no, John, it wasn't always shit. Yeah, I don't know. Go watch Empire Strikes Back again, and then tell me that. Yeah, but you know what? What I watch now, it's gonna suck. It's gonna have Hayden Christensen in it, and it's gonna be. (laughs) It's gonna completely pull you out of the movie. Yeah, it's gonna be like find an original version of this. They edited Billy D. Williams out. He's like he's not drinking any Colt Forty Five. It's blows. It's Don Cheadle now. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Don Cheadle's still pretty. Cool. I like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast. I like to thank John Salwin for coming down and doing yeah. some shows and for fixing our audio problems yeah. earlier. Thank you, John. I like to thank Buck for- Perez for being an international badass. Yeah, thank you. And I like to thank that B for not stinging John. Yeah, thank you. Uh, once again, wait, uh, I, got, I oh. gotta look at this. Well, what are our Mazin? Once again, hi, I'm Ovi. Hi, Chief. Thank you. No problem. Sakima, the king. Yeah. And this is a Bomazine saying, Akbaka, Baka Chaka.